This is Fantasy Flicks League. With your hosts, Ryan Meharry, Mike McClendon, and Amy Ruffle. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fantasy Flicks League podcast, the only movie analysis podcast that lets you in on the action, uh, if you want to get in on the action, <laughs> if you really want to, uh, you can go to fantasyflicksleague.com, uh, you could start a league today, <laughs> there's a lot of things you could do, Uh uh, I'm Ryan Meharry. Here with me is Mike McClendon. Hello. And Amy Ruffle. What's up? Um, so it's been it's been a heck of a week. Uh, how are you, how's everyone doing? Let's just check in. Amy, how are you doing? Let fill everyone in kind of on your whole deal because it's uh, it's kind of nuts. Yeah, I mean it, the fact that it's only been a week since we lost to this is like unfathomable. It feels like nine years ago. Um, but yeah, I think it's a crazy time for so many people. And, uh, a lot of people have had their lives completely upended and I guess I'm kind of in that category. Um, mm-hmm. I have had four days to, well, maybe five days to figure out that, um, I have to move back to Australia. So, um, I'm busy, like, you know, packing up my life here, uh, which is really sad because that makes yeah. these kind of things so much harder in my family and my work and like well not blood family but my friend family are here and um i didn't plan on going back but you know challenging times call for really fucking challenging decisions yeah yeah a week ago you weren't or a week and a half then you weren't considering having to move all of a sudden you know it's been like such a shock to have that um sort of become the only option but you know, not being a resident, uh, I don't, uh, there's been like just a lot of reasons why I logistically um, can't stay when the world has exploded. So that's been a lot to figure out and process. Uh, so um, yeah, just trying to stay positive, but um, it's a wild time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's nuts. I'm sorry. You're having to go through all that. Yeah. I'm, I just, I think it's a, kind of heartbreaking time for so many people. Um, but yeah, the thought of getting on a plane in two days also, like we've been in quarantine or lockdown, whatever you want to call it for what, like 10, 11 days now. And I'm like, and now I'm just going to go yeah. on a plane with 500 fucking people. Um, Do you think it's going to be pretty packed, the plane? Oh yeah. Um, it's, because they gave everyone like basically the Australian government said you've got a week to get home and then oh, it's right. all of the flights for two months. And so every like Australian over here has like tried to get home. And so the flights are so bad. Yeah, that's poor, poor flight attendants having to deal with all those Australians. I know it's going to be a rowdy flight. <laughs> <laughs> clanking their foster cans together and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Amy, is, Amy, is it true that if you get 70% of the people are Australians, like just instantly a rugby game starts? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I've got my little, like, um, what do you call it? Football packed. I'm ready to go. <laughs> got a little helmet. <laughs> it's a, like, 
a 16-hour game, so it's a endurance sport. And then, and then movies, they go counterclockwise in Australia also, right? Yeah, you start with Fast 9 and work backwards. <laughs> and the movies start from the very end of the credits, uh, end credits, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always know where the movie was shot first and then watch it. Yeah. <laughs> the only movie part. you've ever understood is Memento. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so look, I've got so much to look forward to. So please send me your plane movie recommendations. So what I'm going to do for the 16 hours um, on the plane. That's that's good homework for you guys. Uh, are you going to have Wi-Fi? Are they going to have movies on the plane? Uh, let us know what they got and we can... Uh... In real time. That's point. I mean, I can like download some ahead of time onto my phone. Um, oh, sure. But yeah, they'll have in-flight entertainment. But weirdly, in the last couple of days, that hasn't been on my priority to research. Uh, <laughs> uh, 1917. 1917. I heard the only way to watch that is on a phone. Yeah, I'm right. sure. Absolutely. That and the Irishman back-to-back, I think I'll um, have a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my super fun, entertaining update. Uh, how are you guys? How are you, Mike? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. My uh, Marcy, my partner, has some pre-existing uh, condition stuff, so we're being extra cautious. So uh, uh, that's just the challenge, like this, this small challenge that we're facing. But um, yeah, we're hunkered down and. Um, I thought I'd be actually, I'm watching way less stuff than I thought I would be. I'm just trying to stay busy, like mm-hmm. writing and doing some art and, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and then at night we're watching The Good Place because uh, she's never oh, seen yeah. that. And it's like a good... Uh, upbeat. Yeah, good and upbeat and funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been good. Like, today has felt the most normal. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. Um, like, and last week was such a weird, dreary, heavy thing, and it all still is, but today resembled some normalcy for me for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I think maybe we've finally reached a point where there's not as many, like, changes happening all of the time, so it's like okay, now you can settle into, like, this normal, whereas every day, like, last week, something was changing, so you couldn't kind of adapt fast enough. Yeah, just sort of acclimated a little bit. Yeah. It's it's funny watching the rest of the U.S., though, now catch up to us, you know, in those regards of just, like, now Texas is closing parts, and, you know, like, I think yeah. New Mexico today went, like, into the restrictions that we've had. It's um, It's very... It's weird. <laughs> it's so weird, man. It's all so surreal. And the not knowing what's going to happen. I think maybe we talked about this last week, but just feeling so in the dark is the worst part. It's like, what, what the hell is going to happen? What, what are we doing? I know. Um, yeah. So that was stressing me out and freaking me out a bunch last week, but that sort of seemingly dissipated a bit. Mm-hmm. I think what's very frustrating is just like, I feel like um, we've been ahead of the curve, like um, at least a lot of my friends or people that I, that I am friends with have just like stay in, stay away, socially isolate. And then you just see so much of the rest of the country not doing that, you know, like, and it's very frustrating because, you know, you read these things of like 
everything could be destroyed if people just stayed away from each other for 14 days. Like it would just <laughs> go. Like, yeah, yeah decrease everything so much. Yeah. 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 But, uh, and obviously like we need specific jobs and stuff. Things have to stay open. Like I still have to go to the grocery store once a week. Like, yeah. but, but it is amazing to step outside and just see people still fucking playing basketball and like, yeah, like having picnics and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you don't yeah. get to do something so like frivolous and um, non-essential, like like having a picnic when someone has just like lost their job because they're doing the right thing. Like uh, that feels so extreme and unfair. I felt like I I went to the grocery store a little bit ago. Like I've had to run a few errands today. I had to go to the pharmacy. I had to pick up some medicine for my dog from the vet, and I went to the grocery store to grab a few things. And I felt guilty about all of them. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's like, I was like, no, this is essential. You're not doing anything like silly or stupid, but I'm like, just even going out there and, and I'm not worried about myself, but what, like getting it for me, but I'm always just like, I don't want to give it to somebody in case I'm <laughs> asymptomatic and that and all that, you know? Totally. Um, and you know, there are so many people like, it seemed people were being kind of careless. Mm-hmm. It's like standing in line at the pharmacy and a guy walks up and like, like, even if it was just like three weeks ago, it would have been like, Hey man, you're standing way too close to me in line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like the lines outside, like Ralph's or something at the moment, they're keeping people out of the store so you can stay apart when you're inside the store, but then people are standing right next to each other in the line outside. And it's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like we can spread out guys. It's all right. Yeah, it's the same people that like they get right up next to you and they're like, "So this is crazy, right?" And you're like, "Just stop talking to me." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think once it gets to everyone's doorstep in one way or another, and they know somebody who's had it or they've had it, and they're like, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna get freaked out at a different time. I feel like um, the dumb dumbs will get freaked out last. Yeah, you do wonder like what does it need to take for people to like be freaked out right like I feel like there's so much evidence to show that this is so serious like how bad does it have to be for people to get it I don't think people pay attention like they hear about it and they're like no people are making too big of a deal of it it's like the media is overhyping it that's just stuff I've heard uh, people say I think it frustrates me so much when people don't trust scientists. Yeah. <laughs> I was having this argument or this discussion with Marcy where it's like, I don't go to a mechanic and when they're like, Hey, this is what's wrong with your car. I go like, yeah, but I think I know what's wrong with it. You know, or like a dentist or like any profession where I'm like, yeah, but I'm smarter than you. Exactly. Like the, somebody, I had heard somebody say the media thing. Oh, this is, this was a few couple of weeks ago. The media is overhyping it. And I was like, yeah, but, when I when you hear like the actual like CDC people and like the World Health Organization, the stuff they're saying, they're hyping it, and they don't. That's not their job. They they try to not do that. You know, yeah. There's no gain for them. Yeah. Like the virus isn't paying them in the in a back alley somewhere. Yeah, they're not like, getting great great ratings. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, finally, getting some traffic at the CDC site. Like, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, uh, there was like some clarity on, and I know I know we can't have this because there's no blueprint, but like. 
on the time frame because it's like some people are dead set on it being like two weeks and it's all over and then there's the two months or then there's like 18 months and it's like all of these things are so different that it almost is just painful to listen to any of them because no well, matter what you'll be disappointed yeah we're getting we're getting a lot of bad information from different people yeah um and like i think everyone should like I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is going to be July, maybe. Like okay. if it's sort of like the feels realistic. It could be anything else, and then it's going to come back again in October, November. Um, because typically, apparently, these things they kind of go away for a bit and they come back super hard. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that we might have to do this whole thing again in the fall. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and it seems like like when it's uh, who is it? Uh, Tony Fauci is that the name of the doctor? Like he gets on stage and he's like eighteen months, and then like gets pushed out of the way. And Trump is like, fourteen days is my guess. Yeah, have a good feeling about it. Yeah, have a good feeling. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, I think easy to just uh, keep you know, going around in the same circles. I know every conversation I have seems to like land back there, but I want to know one pandemic positive that's happened to you uh, through all of this. Like, tell me something that's been like, you know what, this has been like a really nice silver lining. Um, there's nothing. This is a disaster of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, to hang out with chief a lot. That's got to be fun. Yeah, right here. Um, yeah, I think, I think overall, I'll say this and Amy, I told you this, um, you know, going out even today and the times I've kind of been out walking my dog and all that stuff. Um, everyone has been so cool and kind and respectful and I haven't seen, I haven't seen anyone be shitty at all. I haven't seen anyone like grabbing all the toilet paper, just being a shithead like everyone's been so cool and people are smiling at each other and saying hi and uh it's that's made me very optimistic yeah um yeah i think this these sort of things definitely bring people together um and i do feel like a stronger sense of community yeah that i've never met i mean not even in after nine eleven, like this, is, it feels different now. Right. So that. that's a beautiful one. What about you, Mike? Um, I think I I am learning lessons from this that, like, maybe spoiled, or not even spoiled, but like um, very uh, uh, privileged people maybe need to learn, like. I'm learning to not uh, use as much toilet paper. <laughs> um, uh, and, and I don't mean that as a joke. I just mean like uh, having to conserve it means like being more responsible. I'm like eating all the food that's in my refrigerator and like mm-hmm. turning leftovers into new meals and stuff like that. Um, cooking more, like just the things that like um, you maybe don't tend to do when uh, when you don't have to live this way. And, and a lot of people in this world do have to live this way, regardless of what's yeah. going on. So I think it's like right. making me more appreciative of what I have. And, um, you know, like it's interesting, like that argument of like all, there's so many people on the front lines right now in such varying degrees. You have like 
doctors and nurses and pharmacists and stuff like that at, at these high levels. And then you have freaking fast food clerks and grocery store clerks at the very bottom who are like keeping our nation alive. Yeah. I've been thanking um, them every time, like every time I've checked out, just like, Hey, thank you so much for being here. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's really awesome. And then everyone in the middle, like the mo- the least we can do is just stay at home. It's like, you know, we're not being yeah. asked to, to fight a war or do any of those things. So I don't know. That's made me feel more appreciative in those regards. Um, and uh, so you're telling me that I didn't need to go to the grocery store to buy a big thing of bubble yum. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, if that's what helps you get through, yeah. you get that bubble yum. Uh, oh no, I got Bazooka Joe's just to, <laughs> just to read no, real the talk. Real talk, do they have eggs? Uh, I did get eggs. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, oh, that's the big thing I'm trying to find these days eggs and rice. Like the staples are just getting I went wiped to out. And uh, fully stocked with eggs. Great. Uh, and I was, I saw them. And like, I was like not even expecting that they would be there. It wasn't kind of why I was there. I saw them and I, was so excited. It was like, it was the best thing I'd, I'd seen in so long, like so many eggs. And I was, it, it was uh, like, I'd won the golden ticket. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember like three weeks ago, you were on this podcast, you know, talking about the okay seafood you had at like a, at a restaurant, yeah. you know, like yeah. it is, it like instantly does remind us to be appreciative of yeah, know, sometimes these simple awesome. things. <laughs> okay, seafood I had. Yeah. You had like a really nice seafood dinner somewhere. Oh, maybe. What? It was like a month ago. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was seriously 19 years ago at this point, though. Yeah. Um, I usually remember every single meal I've ever eaten, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Amy? What is a pandemic corona? plus? Yeah. Pandemic plus. A, uh, I think like kind of on the similar um, path of what you guys are saying of just like how much simpler life actually like is and how much smaller it is in the sense of like what actually matters when you strip all of that external stuff away. It's like um, your basic needs like food and shelter and then the people that you share it with are what really matters. And I think we all get so busy and it's very easy to be distracted by all of that and forget those like core things. And so I'm trying to see this as a good uh, moment to pause and be reminded of like what uh, is important moving forward and yeah, learn from this and not be so busy doing everything else that I don't check in on my friends as much as I should. And uh, like, I've had more conversations in the last week to 10 days with um, my friends than I have probably all year. So it's um, yeah, a nice uh, chance to have a wake up call of, that that's um, what really is important to me. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So there are little, little silver linings. (laughs) Definitely reasons to be optimistic and keep your chin up for sure. Yeah. Um, But on that note, let's, (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about uh, the world of fantasy flicks league. Um, So, Let's talk with uh, Mike and Amy and, and Joe, our producer. Uh, we are going to go on hiatus for indefinite, indefinitely, because um, there is no box office to talk about at the moment. And um, 
And frankly, there might, it might not be the same again. I don't know what's going to happen with movie theaters. I don't know. Um, yeah. What this industry is going to look like when, when all of this is over. Uh, so yeah, I don't know really what's in store. I'm going to continue to update the website as much as I can uh, update scores and stuff for you guys. If you're playing at home, um, I'm going to be relying heavily on Metacritic scores. <laughs> yep. um, but uh, I don't know. This might be the end of the road for this thing. And um, uh, that makes me, makes me really sad. Um, this has been such a, a great experiment experience. Like, um, like Mike and I sort of had the idea for the game uh, at a bar, right? At iOS, I mean, probably about six years ago. Um, and this game outlasted iOS. Yeah. And being able to go to a bar. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, and we started. Yeah. And then it took us like two years to even kind of get it rolling and playing. And so, and we just played it over email uh, with friends. And we're like, hey, this is legitimately really fun. Let's um, let's see if this can be a thing. And so we uh, slowly but surely, you know, kind of put a website together. And we wanted to have this fun little podcast that could um, act as a uh, you know uh, accompaniment to the to the website. Yeah, and I think. Um I think you're underselling this a little bit, Ryan, because like you really put a lot of work into this, man. Like you really made this special. Like I know people who play the game can go to the website and that's your baby, but like you designed the rules, you checked in with us, you know, just like bouncing them off of us. But like you really shepherded this in a lovely way, man. So thank you. It's been, uh, it's been a thing that I've loved winning. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess the trophy's mine forever. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> it's very big. Um, to be fair, I think we both won it twice, right? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. So the all time. And uh, yeah. But yeah, it's huge to have like created something that wasn't there before. To build something from the ground up out of nothing is like a very cool um, achievement. So yeah, don't sell yourself short on what you've done there. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of it, and uh, I hope and uh, continue can continue to live on in some way. Uh, hopefully, hopefully everything returns to normal we we still have movies and box office and we can kind of geek out about it and uh i would love that and to be able to come back and and continue to do all this i think things will return i just think it's going to be a different normal you know and it's like we just don't know what it'll be you've talked about like yeah maybe some big big chains will go away like i think streaming will become much bigger as a result of this but people are still going to want to go out to the movies yeah especially for those big movie going experiences. Like it's, it is fun to see a horror movie in a packed theater. It is fun Mm -hmm. to see an Avengers movie in a packed theater. Like I don't think that will change. Thing that you can't have at home. Yeah. And you know, and I, we, I think talked about this, like, you know, with being able to stream like streaming and, and all the different um, content out there and being able to get 
first run movies essentially from Netflix and all this, like what is the future of movie theater? So um, if there's a way to this game can evolve, I'll definitely do it. You just have to have some sort of numbers to track and, um, and I'm down to be flexible with it. Yeah. I, like, I think it's, I think it is just like, it, 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 we're going to be on a long hiatus in the same way that like sports is going to be on a long hiatus until they can figure that out again, you know, like, yeah. um, so it, it makes sense to, uh, to put a pause on it for now, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, like don't necessarily like, I think we should put the death now in the coffin. No, I think like movies are going to come back. Like the world will eventually recover. We just don't have a time period on any of that stuff at this point. It's still too much in flux. So I I have absolutely no doubt that we'll all be like able to go and watch movies on the big screen and then still play this game. It just um, for right now, like a lot of things has to press pause. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I also want to say, if you guys want to uh, get a daily dose of Ryan, uh, I would uh, make sure you're following him on Instagram. I, I've watched a very funny Instagram live story with him and frequent guest Dave Tooney today. Tooney um, <laughs> and I, great. we're talking about doing a daily show on Instagram live. I mean, the very did it today for the very first time. So uh, who knows kind of what shape that'll take if we'll stay on Instagram. But I think we're going to call it um, your daily Kokomo. That's sort of the name we came up with today. We'll see if that, <laughs> that sticks. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll you'll be able to see all of us and hear from all of us still. Mike is going to be hosting um, underground knife fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, I've got a Zoom of just people knife fighting each other. It's great. No one gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, what do you like? So what's happening when you get to Australia? Oh, um, great question. Um, I am in two weeks of um, like isolation. And so um, obviously my parents are too old, like are in the high risk category. So I can't um, stay with them. So there's talk of them putting um, people in hotels to stop, like to really lock them down. So they quarantine properly um, people that are flying back. So possibly that. Otherwise, hopefully I can stay with my brother um, and his pregnant wife. Uh, There has to be a TV show in this. Uh, (laughs) uh, But I have no idea. I haven't lived there properly for like nine years. So I I don't really know what I'll be doing. But, um, you know, (laughs) figuring it out like everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Super strange. That is. Yeah, that's. So you can't live with your parents or see see them until after your quarantine or like yeah. what? I can't see them for the first two weeks um, anyway. Uh, but then after that, I guess it just depends on where we're at in two weeks. It feels impossible to even guess at this point. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I guess they could like come and like, I could wave through a window or something. God, that's <laughs> so sad. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's really sad too, and I don't want to be like a downer, uh, but I was like, oh, I don't get to say goodbye to anyone. I like, know. Yeah, it's so strange. But on the flip side, I can talk to people on FaceTime as if I was here because that's all any of us are doing anyway. So yeah. it weirdly won't be that different um, in that sense. Is I mean, is the plan the plan or the hope to be to come back when 
Four thousand percent. Yeah, that's why I think like it makes me feel good leaving a bunch of my stuff with friends because it um, is something concrete to come back. But oh, so you're, you're planning on doing take backs? Hell yeah! <laughs> Andy, if, no, if Ryan and if Ryan and I write a mermaid show, would you come back? Oh no, that? we'll stay home. <laughs> you don't want to do any more mermaid shows? No, my days in the water are, are done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> No, it'd be super interesting to see what immigration is after all of this, though. Um, so that's the part I can't control. But, uh, yeah, time will tell. Lord, goodness gracious. What a what a time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. We're living through history. It is strange. Biggest event of, uh, of our lifetimes, possibly. I God, I hope so. Please tell us this is the biggest one we have to do. <laughs> We're still all pretty young, but like this is the biggest, I think, event in my parents' lifetime. Yep. Yep. So, so that's that's reassuring, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At uh, least I like sacrifice isn't being in a trench, it's being in our apartments. <laughs> yeah. Um, well guys, I don't know what to oh, can we title this episode? Um, I don't know why, but this movie popped in my head. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Do you remember? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Gina Davis. Uh, you remember it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's. Uh, you know who wrote that movie? Shane Black. Yeah. yeah. I only know because I got the Wikipedia page up. Okay. Um, I think I remember it, it. It was like a huge bomb, right? That's like the thing it's most known for. Yeah, it bombed pretty bad, um, and it's also directed by I think Rennie Harlan, who was her husband yeah. at the time. Ooh. It was yeah. who? That was Gina Davis's husband. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, and then, yeah. They obviously did uh, Cutthroat Island, and that was yes. a huge bomb. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That ruined Matthew Modine's career. The uh, Cutthroat Island. I feel like it did because uh, he wasn't in anything after that. Yeah, he kind of just became sort of a um, character actor. Yeah, and then Gina Davis went on to become an Olympic archer. Whoa! Are you serious? Yeah, she's a great. Yeah, yeah she's a great archer. <laughs> yeah. Great. Did she qualify for the Olympics? Uh, I think she did. Yeah, I don't think she did the Olympics, but I think she qualified for it. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Man, I'm glad that we're spending the last few minutes of this. Archery. I would have drafted the hell out of Long Kiss Goodnight. It would have been a big disappointment. <laughs> what round would you have drafted it in? Probably like sixth round. Damn, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How high do you think you would have taken Waterworld? Oh, like first or second round. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be a first round pick. I was just thinking they should remake that. Yeah. Right hands, it could be cool. Yeah. I almost want to rewatch it because I wonder if it's better. This, like, I remember there's cool concepts in it. I bet it's not. I think it's probably not good. Who directed that? Uh, Kevin Costner. Did Costner direct? He might have directed it. I don't know if he did or not. No, Kevin Reynolds, a different Kevin. Close. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, has, he directed Robin Hood, Prince of Prince Thieves. Prince of Thieves? Yeah. Oh. He, he works almost exclusively with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Did they do anything after Waterworld, though? 
that Hatfield and McCoys, wasn't he in that? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff together. They're, they're good friends. They got bodies buried somewhere. For sure. I'm super glad we could cover this before we wrap this up, though. Do what now? I'm very glad we covered this before we wrap up the podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. to be fair, Waterworld's like the second biggest thing to happen to your parents in their lifetime. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that movie bombing so hard. <laughs> Threw my phone on the ground. All right, guys. I, uh, I don't know how to end this. <laughs> I, I do. I have a question. Sure. Like, cause we're built on box office, right? So here's my, my final question this year. The one thing that we didn't anticipate this year is like, it was a weird year for movies. Cause like there was no clear, like end game. So what does everybody think the highest point movie would be? Like if, uh, let's say that like nothing else does come out, like, like, or, or movies that were only on people's roster. Like what is, what's the biggest movie this year? Wait, hold on. Let me get this. What of the movies that have come out or that? No, what, no, no. What of the, of the movies slated for 2020. What would have been what, the, what would have been I, the biggest point getter? I think it would, would be soul. I, I feel like that too. Yeah. I think soul do big box office might get a best picture nomination looking at like a 90 Metacritic possibly. Mm. Uh, It'll get- Best song, probably, or something like that. Nomination too. Yeah, slam dunk winner for best animated feature. Like that's that would be my guess. Outside, um, sort of. Then I would say like Black Widow, um, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Dune, possibly Eternals. If it's like a. Guardians of the Galaxy sort of breath of fresh air kind of hit. Mm-hmm. Ryan, uh, via the website, are you able to see what the most drafted movie was? Um, yeah, on the percentage on part, there's a few. I think like everyone had Black Widow here, I can tell you. Um, While Ryan's looking that up, um, Mike, you had a good question before of what movie are you like most sad that you don't get to see in the theater on a big screen with an audience? Mm-hmm. Like my answer would be, I would have loved to see like West Side Story or In the Heights in the theater. Cause I think like a musical is so good through like a big sound system. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great answer. Uh, there were several movies that had a hundred percent ownership. Uh, They're on every single roster. Uh, West Side Story, Dune, No Time to Die, The Eternals, um, Tenet, Ghostbusters, Minions, Top Gun, Soul, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, and Mulan. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. All those. Well, I'll say Tenet is the, probably the one that I'd be most interested in seeing on the big screen, just because Chris Nolan knows how to make a movie. Tenet or Dune? Yeah, I'm seeing that in IMAX. Dune, for sure. Something that feels big and spectacularly. Like, you need to watch it on a big screen. Yeah. With, yeah, real auteurs. Yeah. Um, Well, I love you guys. Be safe. Uh, Love you, too. Uh, Gonna miss doing this. Hopefully we can do it again someday. Uh, For everyone who's listened, who's uh, stuck around, who participated in the game, and 
uh, engaged and with us and, and anyone stuck, who, with, stuck through Ryan's uh, Pennywise laugh. Yeah, for sure. All the stuff that you tolerated. <laughs> Ryan's Joker laugh. Yes. All the, all the awfulness that we <laughs> you do and you kept coming back. Um, that's something you should get examined. You should probably <laughs> get there. But if you did like um, listen uh, all the time and, and you shared the podcast on reddit or whatever um thank you so much guys we really appreciate it um this has been so fun to do and uh we love you guys very very much now go have a long kiss good night yes uh, <laughs> uh, and if you want you can still follow us on uh, twitter at fantasy flicks uh, Instagram and Facebook, Fantasy Flicks League. Uh, for God's sake, might, might as well now go review and give us five stars. <laughs> uh, and um, bye, guys. Bye. Be safe out there. Bye. Bye. bye.